0: So, hey, friends, our friend, or whomever is tuning in, tuning in, streamed on in, surfed on in, anyone who wants to watch to see how I do this show, this is the uh, Jazz Songs and Stories. For those of you watching on the live Twitter stream, this is uh, Songs and Stories Supplemental Jazz Edition, Part 72. And we're going to kick it off today with a uh, composition from the late great Sonny Clark. Conrad Edis, Sonny Clark. He passed away in January of uh, 1963 at the tender age of 31. Hard bop jazz musician. Heck of a player. His his official cause of death is listed as a heart attack, but it may very well have been... uh, uh, that of a heroin overdose. We're, we're still not sure to this day, but nevertheless, let's just tilt the camera down a little bit there. It just seems to be adjusting on its own. All right, well, fair enough. Let's um, let's get this show on the road, shall we? I think we shall. i just turn my mic up a little bit so the audio is slightly better. Because my audio seems to be quite low at the moment. Which is not characteristic for this microphone. So let's just adjust there. And that should be a little bit better. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Let's start this show off with Sonny Clark from the album um, My Conception. Which was recorded between uh, December 8th, 1957 and March 29th, 1959. So a little over a year and a half to get this together. From the Van Gelder Studio in Hackensack, New Jersey, this is Blues Blue. (音楽) Na 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 na
1: na 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 na
0: on this show in the past, uh, let me just turn my mic down a bit, a little bit little bit too rich there, came in a little hot, so let me just tweak it down a little bit so I'm not blasting in your ears, I do realize that I'm speaking in a soft soothing voice, but I don't want to be too loud, so the late great Sonny Clark, I have featured him on this program in the past, um, with the composition Cool Strutton from the 1958 album, Cool Strutton, this, as I said, was recorded between 57 and 59 at the um, uh, Van Gelder Studios in Hackensack, New Jersey. One of the great jazz recording studios of all time, although Columbia Jazz is very famous as well, but something about the Van Gelder Studios, the miking, the acoustics, the way the room was treated, it just really added to the, um, the ambiance of the recording. As I said, Sonny Clark died very young at the age of 31, listed as a heart attack, but suspected to be a possible heroin overdose. Real shame because the man was quite the player, quite the composer, and I love his very small yet limited um, catalog as a band leader. But about a dozen albums. Uh, sideman, uh, quite a number actually, as a sideman, probably 30, 40 additional recordings with um, other individuals, possibly more. A prolific player, taken from us way too soon, sadly. And that is sometimes just how it goes when you dance with the uh, devil in the pale moonlight. Okay. Move it along, shall we? Um, this is from the 1956 uh, album titled Three Albums. Um, well, it's a, com- a compilation, uh, 56, 1956 recordings by uh, Kenny Burrell. This is the composition Blues for Skeeter by Mr. Kenny Burrell. This is really good. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the jazz. <laughs> I don't know qu- quite what to say. His, his health was in question back in 2019. and He had become increasingly socially isolated. And uh, a GoFundMe was set up in his name to help with medical expenses. But the circumstances around that at the time were rather odd because he uh, has health care coverage, insurance, health care insurance via UCLA through Medicare. Because he, uh, he began teaching a course in 1978 called Elantonia. Examine the life and accomplishments of the great Duke Ellington. Now, Kenny Burrell, his recording career is beyond prolific. I, I cannot name all of the records. We'd be here all day. As a band leader, he has over a hundred uh, recordings, uh, complete full-length albums. And as a sideman, well, let's just pick, pick a name of anybody, any jazz giant you've ever heard of in your life. And he's recorded with them. I mean, the man must have at least a thousand recordings. I, I'm not kidding when I say that. Now, I could be off by a little bit, but it, it's like a prolific amount of recorded material that he has provided us with over the course of his career and, and life. Because, like I said, at the age of 91... 91? Is he 91? I'm just double-checking in my note here. Yeah, 91, born July 31st. No, he's, Yeah, July 31st, 1931. So he turned 91 this year, this past summer. So jazz, blues, and soul jazz is the the genres he's recorded in. And like I said, he's recorded with a who's who. He toured with Oscar Peterson um, after graduating in 1955 and uh, moved to New York City in 1956 uh, with uh, pianist Tommy Flanagan, where they had a long, uh, he and Flanagan were both very much sought after sidemen, and and they had a long um, career together working side by side for many many years the great kenny Burrell, one of jazz's most prolific guitar players and recording artists okay going to feature uh, a gentleman that I've I've played here a number of times in the past and I'll continue to play in the in, in the future because uh, well he was just so darn good i mean he, he really <sighs> For such a, a, a short and tragic uh, uh, end to uh, uh, his life, he, he was, uh, you know, at, at 33 years of age in 1972 when he was murdered by his um, Kamala spouse, he had a pretty uh, extensive recording career prior to his untimely demise. Well, that untimely demise, he was taken from us. This Mr. Lee Morgan from the album Leeway with These Are Soulful Days. ¶¶ 1960 leeway with the uh, composition these are soulful days recorded by the late great Lee Morgan some of the artists featured on that uh, Jackie McLean on alto sax Bobby Timmons on the piano Paul Chambers on the bass and Art Blakey on the drums of course the late great Lee Morgan taken from us too soon at the age of 33 murdered by his common-law spouse at the time outside of a nightclub in New York City when he was on a break between sets Sad end to a great musical life. Great record, though, recorded, like I said, in a single day. He was only 20... Was he 22 at the time when he recorded that? 20, 22 years of age when he recorded that. Somebody who could play with that much soul. It's been described as, according to all-music uh, critic uh, Scott Yanow, the music is essentially hard bop with a strong dose of soul. The very distinctive styles of the principles are the main reasons to acquire this enjoyable music. And pretty much four or five stars right across the board from everybody who um, critiqued the album. Now, that composition was uh, written by uh, Cal Massey, who died in 1972. He was a trumpeter and a composer. He was also a very influential jazz musician as well. And the record, well leeway check it out everything every composition on it is spectacular as far as i'm concerned perhaps you may have a difference of opinion and that's absolutely cool you're entitled to do that you're entitled to have your own opinion because this is a free form show free form in the sense that it's jazz what do we want from jazz we want beautiful music that ties us all together speaking of tying us all together from the album, uh, Pepper Adams plays the compositions of Charlie Mingus, recorded on um, September 9th and 12th in 1963 at the New York City Studios. This is uh, under the label uh, Workshop Jazz label, I should say. This is the composition, the Haitian fight song from Pepper Adams along with uh, who else just featured on this thad jones benny powell charles mcpherson zoot sims hank jones paul chambers and danny richmond this is haitian fight song <laughs> jones zoot sims and who was uh, zoot sims was the tenor saxophonist charlie mcpherson the alto, sax- alto saxophonist benny powell on the trombone pepper adams of course baritone sax thad jones on the trumpet hank jones on the piano bob crenshaw playing the bass and on the drums for that composition danny richmond oh yeah pepper adams plays the compositions of Charles Mingus. Charlie Mingus, I guess you could go, because he was often referred to as Charlie. Now, um, Pepper Adams, uh, Park Frederick Pepper Adams Third, born October 8, 1930, and died uh, September tenth, nineteen 1986. He composed 42 pieces, um, was the leader on 18 albums. spanning a 28-year career, he participated in 600 sessions as a sideman. Now, he worked... Uh, for a long time he had a really fruitful collaboration with Donald Byrd and Thad Jones and the Mel Lewis Big Band. Now his playing career was long and fruitful, as I just said, but um he he uh, he was a chain smoker for most of his life, and that took severe um uh, health created severe health complications for him. He eventually died of lung cancer um in Sweden. In March nineteen eighty five he was diagnosed. And uh well he t- t- you know, he died of lung catcher in Brooklyn, New York, on September 10th, 1986. His final performance took place on July 2nd, 1986, at the Spectrum in Montreal, as part of the Montreal Jazz Fest. Before counting off the first song, he received a standing ovation from the crowd. Unfortunately, well, if you're a wind instrument player of the classical type or the jazz type, smoking is really... Not a recommended habit to have. I mean, it's a terrible habit in and of itself, and it has rather deleterious effects to one's health, but when your livelihood requires the extensive use of your lung capacity, diminishing the capacity is definitely not something one should do. That's all the uh, philosophical waxing you'll get from me today. The late great Pepper Adams from the album, um... Pepper Adams plays the compositions of Charles Mingus, recorded in uh, two days, actually, 9th and 12th of September 1963, released on August 10th, 1964. The late, great Pepper Adams. Okay, one more composition for today, because this is, of course, the uh, end of the show, the final composition. We always, uh, we. Me, myself, and I, the Royal, we, we always offer you up uh, five songs, five stories, five artists. Sometimes I'll play two by the same artist, but it's pretty rare. And I, I try not to repeat myself because I like to be as, well, fresh and new as as, as as I possibly can be by giving you more jazz by more artists. And this one is from Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. Uh, from the album Like Someone in Love this is um, well when was this recorded? I'm trying I think it was Ooh, I don't have the final date on that Art passed away in 1990 how old was he at the time? he was 71 years of age when he died he'd be over 100 if he had lived because he was born in 1919 71 is still uh, respectable this is Johnny's Blue from the album Like Someone in Love by Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. As Messengers, from the album, uh, what's the name of the record again, uh, Like Someone in Love, and that's Johnny's Blue, and that was recorded in, uh, between August 7th, on August, sorry, two recording sessions for that, August 7th and August 14th, 1960, but it was not released until mid-August 1967, don't know why. The composition was originally written by the late great Lee Morgan, featuring Lee Morgan on trumpet and flugelhorn, Wayne Shorter on tenor sax, Bobby Timmons on piano, Jaime J Y M I E. So is it Jaime? Jaime Merritt? It's uh, Jaime. Jaime Merritt. Jimmy. I don't know how it's pronounced. He was the bass player, and of course, drums and percussion by the late great Art Blakey, with some pretty unique jazz drumming in there man was pretty prolific and um, the, the band the jazz messengers now they probably had over I don't know 100 different members over the years so they you know they had a, a revolving door of people coming in and going from from one instrument to the other they had a total of 47 studio albums 21 live albums six compilation albums and two soundtrack albums that's just a crazy amount of recording like an insane amount of recording, and of course the record, uh, like Someone in Love, sat on the shelf for seven years, which I just don't know, under- that's jazz, those jazz labels, they sometimes do that, and that was a Blue Note recording, so, you know, fun- funny thing about jazz, sometimes things just, I don't know, that was recorded at the Van Gelder Studio in Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey. Thirty-six minutes, thirty-nine minutes and fifty-six seconds on the original LP. There is a CD version which I believe has some additional compositions released for it. Don't quote me on that. I only, I only uh, have ever heard the vinyl version. A friend of mine has a few copies of it, actually. We sat over one day while he put it on his uh, turntable and listened to it through his giant um, California... Tano Californians or were they Berkleys? I don't recall. But there was elements I heard that day listening to that record that I'd never heard before. When you have a about fifty or sixty thousand dollars tied up into your sound system, you're going to notice those little subtleties. Now I don't have nearly as much money tied up into my system, but um, I've got. Well, you can see one of them. That's a tower speaker. That's the uh, from the Image Concept Two Hundred series. Image, image, uh, en français but it was um, out of Toronto. I uh, can't remember the name of the manufacturer right now. Also, uh, energy, loudspeakers, PSBs, that sort of thing. Ian Paisley, I think, was the name who, who came up with these. I don't know if PSB was part of that or not, but um, energy along with Paradigm, Paradigm, not PSB. I got them mixed up. It happens. Canadian loudspeaker manufacturers. And I have a nice, uh, you can see the turntable there. If you look, I'll just lean so the camera should... Move. There's the turntable, there's the preamp, there's the EQ, there's the tuner, and there's one of a multitude of amplifiers that I have in my system. So I'm able to detect subtleties on a vinyl that I don't necessarily get with the digital recording, because sometimes digital recording cut things out. Anyway, enough about me, enough about my kit. How are you? I hope wherever you are in this world that you are doing well. I hope you're feeling good, I hope you enjoyed the jazz, and... I hope you'll join me again next week when I put together another jazz show. I promise you, it will be good. And I'll stream that one live on Twitch, just like this one. Hopefully the hiccups that I had, the technical hiccups I had, won't be there next time. But that remains to be seen. Until we meet again, my friends. You take care. Bye.